Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we focus on a reading. And these readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up an invitation. And it's an invitation that's designed to move something in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or to wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. Arnie Kozak, Fear of Missing Out. I once led a retreat in northern Vermont. Even though the winter had been mild and we had already a week of summer-like weather in March, when we are usually still buried in snow, the arrival of what felt like genuinely spring weather in April was a cause for celebration. It was sunny and mild. The wind wasn't blowing harshly out of the Northwest as it had been for the last couple of weeks. But I had committed myself to leading a meditation retreat, an activity that required that I remain inside all day. As I sat with the group of retreatants, a story developed in my mind. I was missing out on the sunshine. I could be playing golf this afternoon. A subtle nagging feeling crept along in the wake of this story, a feeling of being deprived. I was caught up in the fear of missing out. The FOMO seems to define a lot of our contemporary anxieties. Keeping up with the Joneses used to mean having preoccupation with materialism, but nowadays our sense of missing out seems to be tied as much to the quality of our life experiences as to the material wealth. FOMO ties our sense of well-being to our ability to collect new experiences. We begin to feel as if other people are having a better time than we are that whatever it is we're doing, there is something more fun or rewarding going on elsewhere. Our fear of missing out creates a sense of restlessness that compels us to incessantly seek satisfaction through new stimulation. In the worst cases, we are reduced to seeking stimulation just for the sake of stimulation. The 17th century French, French mathematician Blaise Pascal anticipated FOMO when he wrote this. He said, All men's miseries derive from not being able to sit in a room alone. Social media seems to feed our fear of missing out and causes it to grow. Now we don't have to imagine what everyone else is doing. We can see it right there on our Facebook feed. This may explain why people spend so much time following their social media feeds and why Twitter, Facebook, and other social media are so popular. Here is life streaming before us in real time. Sometimes the stream acts like a tool to help organize protests in Iran or bring donations to earthquake-ravaged Haiti but it's equally as likely to tell us what our friends ate for breakfast or where they went on vacation 
for how cute and intelligent their children are. For many of us, the strange voyeuristic phenomenon of social media ends up being a tool with which we measure and judge the quality of our own lives and experiences, a tool that lets us see just how much we're missing out on. Mindfulness is powerful medicine for the relief of our FOMO. When I began to be drawn into the FOMO on a beautiful sunny day while leading the retreat, I took that feeling into my practice in order to investigate it. First, I acknowledged the presence of FOMO, an easy enough step given how insistent the feeling was. I then had a choice. I could continue to build my narrative of missing out, or I could redirect my attention to what was actually happening in the moment. FOMO, like many other products of the mind, arises and vies for attention and eventually fades away if touched with awareness. So I touched it with awareness. Ah, there's FOMO. Now back to the breath. A few minutes later, ah, there it is again. Back to the breath. The sun is streaming through the windows of the studio and it feels warm. I have to enjoy that. Like any other narrative, the FOMO can be very compelling when it begs for attention. It can draw us into fantasy and make us feel bad about ourselves. Applying a bit of mindfulness helps us to appreciate the reality of who we are and to develop a confident self-sufficiency that is immune to the constant comparisons with others that come with FOMO. There is plenty in this very moment that is worthwhile. We needn't compare it to an imagined something else. It is unlikely that we will miss out on life if we remember that each moment, no matter what is happening, is complete in itself, provided we give it our full attention. There's a study that I read about what happens to our brains when we see a like or a comment that's to us on uh, social media. And they, they measured this and they saw that uh, the way your brain reacts at a dopamine level, meaning like how it reacts in terms of how happy and how joyous it is, is more so than when you're given a present, like on say Christmas morning. So that you get the same dopamine hit, even more so than when you were a kid and you were opening up these presents and this could happen potentially every single day. <laughs> to me, there's two sides of that. One is a nightmare. One is that we chase that feeling. And then the other one is viewing it as this opportunity to understand that, wow, I have the power within my day to give gifts to as many people as I can. As many people as I interact with on social media, I can like their photo, I can comment on their thing, I can do what this thing was actually meant to do in the world, and I can share gratitude, joy, even dopamine <laughs> with that individual. So maybe today as an act of protest, we embrace acts of gratitude. 
gratitude on whatever space, whether that be social media, whether that be an office, whether that be at home, but that we focus on what we are thankful for. And we let people know. <laughs>